So the big question is this, how do busy moms like us transform our lives and the lives of our families by simple everyday things without a medical degree? This is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Krista Ryan with Corner Chiropractic and Laser Clinic as well as Miss Dr. Mom. And I decided to get on today because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something personal. And when I was in university, I ended up doing a have strength um, and endurance test. And the test said, when I got the results back, it said that I was in the top 98% of women for strength, but I was a health risk for flexibility. So I started at that point really stretching and trying to actually make myself really limber. And I was hoping to prevent some of the problems that I definitely have right now with back uh, issues. And I... I kind of started pursuing a little bit more health-oriented physical exercise so that I could make sure I protected myself for the future. Now, as you know, as a chiropractor, we're already, we're always um, mindful of looking at, like, our philosophy is, is that we're helping the body um, increase the speed it's strength to the best of our ability by fixing structure. And a lot of times structure and function go hand in hand. And it took me a really long time to understand. Um, So I went through chiropractic college, I kind of pursued a lot of physical education. And I pursued a lot of interests in a variety of health uh, fields. So I was looking at vitamins and minerals and supplement. And I grew up in a family that was always health conscious. My mom was health conscious before it was even popular. And I think I told you guys that before where my mom, uh, she fed me green spaghetti as a kid. And we always thought it was uh, kind of looking back it was a joke. But at the time, I was so frustrated because uh, most of my friends had no idea what chickpeas are. They had no idea. Uh, and I had one friend that didn't want to come over because my mom was serving uh, green spaghetti. <laughs> uh, and oftentimes she'd serve like green spaghetti and red spaghetti because it had like a spinach base uh, spaghetti as well as I think tomato. So uh, we had always, I'd grown up in a very health conscious family And I was trying to get myself better because even as a kid, I had massive back pain. And I knew when I got this test back in university that this would be something that I really have to put some effort into and uh, in order to increase my longevity and enjoy sports. Like I love, love sports. I don't like watching them so much as doing them. Uh, My favorite is actually doing them. Although watching them is okay. It's just not my favorite. So... Um, anyway, I think it took me, it took me a little while and I think I hit kind of a wall with, um, how much I was getting, uh, like how much benefit I was getting from my, um, exercise. And I remember sitting in a class and, um, I, we were doing applied kinesiology at the time, which is basically the study of movement and how it relates to function in our world. And so such as what you learn there is you learn how to walk properly and you learn how to teach your patients to do that in order to actually increase your longevity and help your nervous system communicate with its body through uh, motion. So um, I remember getting like super frustrated because when I was in like university, um, when I had taken this um, strength test, 
I realized at the time, like I'd always wanted to do drama and I wanted to do like dance and stuff like that, but I had always struggled with being flexible. And uh, when I was sitting in this kinesiology class, I decided to, um, I, d- I decided to like, I was really paying attention at the time and the professor was talking about um, how flexibility isn't necessarily um a product of our muscle function. And for years and years and years, I couldn't really touch my toes. I when I bent over, I remember being in dance class, and I remember bending over and going, Oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> and uh, I was back with all the guys <laughs> doing that while all the girls were like doing uh, these like gymnastics move, and they were doing splits, and I could not for the life of me do splits. Now, I'd always thought that it was me growing up, um, because I'd worked so hard and I, I was on a farm that it was just my muscle strength that was causing my flexibility to be very poor. And um, when I got into this kinesiology class, I realized that uh, that was not the case. And that was a very misleading and false belief. Now, it is to a certain extent. Um, so you got to realize that there's a caveat with that. So yes, the muscle having the flexibility and moving in all ranges of motion and stimulating your nervous system can actually increase the flexibility and increase the movement. But in my office, I can change flexibility by like probably 30 degrees or way more, uh, depending on what I do with a patient. Sometimes it's actually a vibration stimulus that I that I tap over a joint and it'll increase the flexibility by about like really on average about like 40, 40 degrees. So that's like a measurement. Uh, like literally your leg can go wider by 40 degrees if you tap your joint at the hip. So when I was sitting in this um, kinesiology class, I um, the professor was talking about how our flexibility is not actually necessarily a product of our uh, the muscle stimulation. It is a little bit, but it is also how our nerves are functioning with the environment. And so the professor was, what he was doing at the time was he was getting people to come up and he was measuring their flexibility at like 90 degrees. And then he was putting something in their mouth, such as a vitamin that they needed. Um, and the flexibility was would increase like, like th- between like uh, probably 20 to 40 degrees too, uh, almost instantly by actually putting something that your body needed in your, in, in your mouth. And so oftentimes I do that with my patients. I just check to see how my patients are with certain vitamins and minerals because there's a lot of times where we'll get a vitamin and mineral that is like just we don't like what the fillers are with that company and no I don't know what the manufacturing process is and I don't know why one vitamin works better for another but um, a lot of times different brands um, like certain people um, do really well with certain brands and it's just how their body responds to whatever is in that vitamin um, so So I was doing this with a patient actually the other day and um, there's about maybe about like five to 10% of my patients that come in with massive back pain and massive problems has nothing to do with their back. Now, now this is just one area I'm talking to because, because a lot of times it's not all the time have to do with their back, but there's a certain percentage where the 
um, patients is coming in with back pain just from digestion. Uh, and I find that really, really fascinating because I'll adjust them and they just won't hold their adjustment. And we start to explore op- other options and I do certain muscle tests and it ends up that they have digestion problems that's actually creating a problem in their spine because our lymphatic system, which now our lymphatic system is the way your body gets vitamins and minerals to certain areas and as well as it the way it clears those vitamins and minerals out of that area. And so our lymphatic system has these nodules, just like when you get a sore throat, you get these nodules in your throat. Well, you get nodules in your back, uh, just at the base of your spine, on either side in your joints. I always call them, hey, uh, uh, when I see that, I always call them, oh, look, you got some ski bumps right at the bottom of your spine. Well, those ski bumps are lymphatic vessels and basically your intestines are a little bit toxic and so they're trying to clear toxins out of the intestines. So there is a portion of our digestive system that really responds and works really well with our uh, nervous system and with the way our back is situated and structured. And um, anyway, when I was sitting in this class, I the professor was talking about how Um, back pain and flexibility is caused by stuff that you eat and so I decided like I really it I really had like an epiphany and a major um, understanding like I just like I've been working all these years I've been putting um, my time and my effort into doing all these exercises and doing yoga and doing stretches and I still wasn't really flexible or stretching very well And so I decided at that point to really look farther afield at what was going on with my body. And I had a consult with a naturopath and the naturopath ended up doing um, a allergy testing on me and it it ended up that I had a whack of intolerances going on. And so my gut literally was stopping my body from moving properly. And um, when I uh, took out all the problem areas, uh, so I decided to like get rid of everything. I went gluten I went gluten-free and um, because glute, wheat was a little bit of sensitivity for me. And then I just eliminated everything that I was sensitive to. And all of a sudden, I was like, I could touch my toes and I could uh, move my body. And I was having less back pain because I had way more flexibility than I ever had in my entire life. Um, and I want you guys to know these things too, that, you know, we classically think that back pain is... Is just back pain and we got to deal with the back. Well, it's not. And there's other instances where I've had, um, where I've seen patients come in when the back pain ends up being something going on wrong with an organ. Um, but uh, for me, this was like a huge, huge epiphany. And all that frustration that I had, like I would, I would miss, like I would miss work. I'd miss school because I'd have major back problems. I remember uh, being in school with a backpack on and I bent over to drink a glass of water, um, bent over to drink out of a fountain, sorry, not the, like those um, circulating fountains. And uh, I could not stand up. And I was so frustrated because I had all this strength in my body and I knew I was stronger than um, a lot of people within my field because I went into the physical education program and when I did things like judo like I just I would be doing judo and 
um, exercises more with the guys than with the girls because the girls just didn't have the strength that I had. And so when I look back, I think, you know, there's a lot of times when, you know, just some of the things that we need to look at for our bodies is how is our body really digesting our food? Now, sometimes what I'll do, and I've done this in a group when I'm speaking to a large number group, is I say, okay, who thinks they're, um, who thinks they are dehydrated? And so what we do first is I, I get everybody to bend over and see how far they can go. And they, uh, on their neighbor, they measure how far off the ground it is. And, um, and then I get people put water in the mouth. And when our body really ha- lacks water and needs water, we increase our flexibility almost instantly as soon as we, uh, our body can acknowledge what's in our mouth. And so it's really cool to increase your flexibility just by putting water in your mouth. So... So flexibility is not by any means a product of necessarily how our body is doing and how our muscles are functioning. It's definitely, there is a definite portion with the muscle, but a huge, huge portion and much more than we understand at this point that comes directly from the nervous system and how we're responding to the environment. I talked to you um, previously about um a rest and digest system as well as a fight and flight. And when we eat something that we're allergic to, we have like zero flexibility because we're in a fight and flight mode and our body tenses up and there's certain muscle groups that tense up. And so it really hinders us from being able to move as we would normally. So I hope you guys find this super fascinating, just like I did when I was sitting in my kinesiology class and, um, and just, I had like, again, I had this huge epiphany and it transformed everything that I've done, uh, through health since then. And that was, it, it was just a simple thing of understanding that, um, we can change our flexibility, not necessarily all the time by, um, you know, stretches, but sometimes by fixing our digestion system and other times by putting other inputs into our nervous system. So our nervous system responds way, way, way better. So I hope you guys are doing well. This is a very fascinating topic and I will um, circulate back and touch on this again because it's very important um, that we understand that our nervous system is somewhat different than we think and our our muscles aren't isolated they're actually controlled and they're the controlling part is the nervous system and so when our whole nervous system is doing better and is healthier then our whole whole body and being is better um anyway i want you guys to do whatever you can put good inputs into your nervous system so you can thrive in the next while in the next few weeks and I hope this was a fascinating topic and again we will touch on it again if you like what what I'm saying and if you're interested in more information please subscribe to our podcast and come back and we will just try to fill you with more health information so that you can live stronger and longer um, have a lovely rest of your day The podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more strategies to change the health and lives of your family and friends. Subscribe right now and listen to upcoming episodes. 
While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, guys, I'm still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. I am simply presenting my views and my experience on how to deal with complaints that will be as evidence-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. I take no money from drugs or device companies. By listening to this podcast or reading this blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others, including, but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast or blog under no circumstances shall doctor a miss doctor mom uh, be or contributors to the podcast or blog or any employees associates or affiliates of miss doctor mom be responsible for damages arising from the use of this podcast or blog